0: Hello everyone, I am David Okoso, the Intellectual Revolutionist, and you welcome to this week's episode of The Politicon. Well, this week is a very sad one for the black community, both home and abroad. Another black man just lost his life to the damning rage of white police officers. A black man who had to plead for his life, who had to scream. Hey, hello, white police officer, I can't breathe. Can you please get your damn knees off my neck? I can't breathe. This is the same thing that every black man is facing, both home and abroad. We have been suffocated by white oppression, black oppression, repressive governance, tyrant leaders, and many more. For how long are we going to continue to cower to these oppressions? For how long are we going to continue to remind the committees of human beings, both home and abroad, that black lives matter? That black lives matter? For how long are we going to keep reminding those racists, those tyrants, those oppressors, those policemen that our lives matter? We cannot continue to die like fowls to oppression by white officers and at the same time our own homeland, our own black soil is not even safe for the black man. You see, for white oppression, I need to tell our folks, I need to tell our black uh, community something. That a lot of white men, a lot of white folks, not all of them do, a lot of white folks still find it hard to come to terms with the fact that a black man can lay claims to the same rights, lands, and privileges due to the white man. A lot of them find it difficult that. A, 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 a black man, a black man can point to these same rights, the same liberties that a white man feels are due or accrue to him. That is why you keep seeing a, a lot of officers, a lot of policemen, a lot of so-called nationalists because they consider the blacks as non-nationals. They consider us to be strangers, they consider us to be foreigners, they believe that America belongs to Americans, and the blacks can never be American. You see, one thing we need to tell ourselves is that the black life is already an endangered species everywhere in the world today, both in white America and on the black soil itself. George Floyd's mother is not the first, but we hope he's going to be the last. You see, when we talk about George Floyd's mother, a flurry of images from the not-too-distant past. Keep coming back to our memory. We remember Michael Brown. We remember Anthony Lamar Smith. To mention just a few, these are painful deaths that keep showing over and over again that black lives is worth a penny into this world. I don't want to go about ranting about you know how blacks help build America, but that's the truth and the truth is no respecter of person It's like a sharp sword that pierces through the mind of anybody who cares to listen and you must listen to the truth whether you like it or not the flesh and blood of blacks are the oil that has turned america to what it is today you cannot write the history of america without remembering the flesh and blood of black men who, walk, who tilt the soil to make america what it is today you see, I want to talk about not just the white-on-black oppression but I also want to talk about the black-on-black oppression. In Africa, our lives is, is not less safe. We are suffering from oppressive police officers, we are suffering from repressive governments, we are suffering from tyrants who we call our leaders, we are suffering from blacks who don't even care for black lives here yeah, on black soil. You see, that is why sometimes this is not to take anything away from the agitation by our black brothers in America. And this is also not to take anything away from the solidarity they get from the black brothers here on African soil. But this part is to point to the hypocrisy of a lot of black men on black soil who are quick to jump into solidarity with our black brothers abroad when they turn, they turn blind eye to the deaths going on, on the soil that they themselves reside. We cannot continue to, to cower and to turn a blind eye like nothing is happening on black soil. You see, we have so many George Floyds here in Africa, so many George Floyds who are victims of oppression, of, of police oppression here in Africa. The policeman in Africa is as black as us yet they keep oppressing us. The policeman in Africa is an African, yet he keep oppressing his fellow African man. Let us talk about this. Let us point to this oppression. Let us point to tyrant leaders who keep oppressing us on black soil. Let me tell you, the black land is not as safe. It's no less safe as the white land for a black man. And that is the truth. In Nigeria, just during the COVID nineteen pandemic, even before we recorded eighteen um, COVID nineteen patients, police officers in Nigeria already killed over eighteen people. They couldn't even maintain a common lockdown. That is to show that our lives is, you know, is is worth a penny in this present dispensation, in this present world that we find ourselves. That is why I'm so, 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 so angry at the way you see our celebrities, African celebrities who live here in Africa, who are quick to trend hashtags on Twitter, you know, pointing and acting in solidarity with our black brothers in America for the killing of a a, a black brother. But they turn a blind eye to the victimization, the oppression and the killings going on here on black soil. For how long are we going to continue to live with the indiscriminate killings of black men on black soil and black men on white soil? I heard a lot of people who say why don't the black Americans come back home and I ask themselves which home are they coming to? Is it the home that even those who reside and call it home are willing to run away from that home to go and make themselves a home in somewhere that will become a necessary home for them? A lot of blacks want to run abroad, they want to go to Europe because they feel that Africa is not a home for them. Africa just looks like a shithole, which it is. In Nigeria, here, we've seen tyrants, we've seen oppressors who are willing to oppress the common man just to exert authority and power. The same is there in Cameroon, the same is there in Rwanda, the same is there in South Africa, the same is there in Uganda. You find it in almost every country in Africa. And you keep asking yourself, which home will our black brothers come to if they decide to come home? Because what they are running away from, they will definitely come here to meet it, welcoming them in open hands. We need to stop the hypocrisy. We also need to trend our own case. We also need to trend our own problems. We also need to go to the streets. Look at the way our black brothers abroad stood up. To oppression, as Martin Luther once said, that violence is the voice of the unheard. When will Africans on black soil move to the street? When will we go to the street to say enough is enough to tyrant leaders who have continued to take our lives for granted? When will we go to the street to demand good governance? When will we go to the street to say enough is enough? We can no longer cower and skewer and hide ourselves and keep, you know, managing. We keep. We keep um, enduring when every day, every day, we see our lives lose its meaning. We see our lives lose its essence. Life is for living, but we've not been living. We've only been existing. So for our brothers abroad, we want the white folks to understand that we did not come to America on our own. We were here in Africa, trying to build Africa for Africans. Before the white masters or the, the white oppressors came to Africa to abduct our forefathers to go work on their own soil to build the America that they are enjoying today. There would be no American history. America will never be great without talking about the contributions, the flesh and blood that has oiled the industries that make America what it is today. So we must say more grace to the elbow of our black brothers abroad who have stood up for their rights. They say violence is the voice of the unheard. And today, America is listening to the voice of the black man because violence has been embarked upon. Violence has been taken. You do not want to recognize our efforts, but now you you are forced to recognize it. Yes, now you are forced to recognize it. Because if you don't recognize it, it's going to consume you. So racism everywhere needs to stop. Oppression needs to stop. White on black oppression needs to stop. As much as black on black oppression also needs to stop. We need to stop oppressing ourselves on black soil. We need to create an Africa for Africans. An Africa that our children, our unborn children will be able to enjoy. So that posterity will remember us well, posterity will remember us for good. I am David of Kostwa Lubumi, and thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Political.